This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. For Batter Up, the definitive Atlanta Braves podcast with hosts Joe Patrick and Caleb Johnson, giving you exclusive insight into our Braves from Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Here's Joe and Caleb. Welcome into Batter Up. We're coming to you with another Batter Up shorty where we have a topic that we wanted to get into. I'll I'll come up with a better name. I'm sorry. I see Joe's face right now. Uh, Caleb Johnson in with my co-host Joe Patrick. Sometimes we just see topics that we don't get to touch on in our podcast and we still want to talk about them. Uh, because we find them interesting and, and just, I don't know. How do you look. pivot a conversation to pitch calm? Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's essentially the, the dilemma that we had with this particular topic. Exactly. But it is something important to get something new to Major League Baseball, and it's something yeah. that we wanted to talk about, so we're doing it, and I don't know, listen to our opinions. Well, uh, <laughs> and Travis Darno was talking about it. You know, yeah. and that, that's, that's, that's the, main, the main reason why we wanted to discuss this is because Travis Darno, the, the Braves catcher, of course, was asked about the Pitchcom technology. If anybody doesn't know, so the Pitchcom, just to kind of, as far as I understand it, which I'm, I don't know the depths of it, but the catchers now, if you, if you want to use it, the catchers have a wristband with little buttons on it that will send a signal to the pitcher who has an, a listening device. And essentially you can just call a pitch by pressing a button and it can be detailed. Like you can press, like you can call for like a fastball outside or something like that. Um, well, so, uh, so this is just a way for to basically be able to call signs without having to throw the fingers down, just to be able to do it electronically without giving away any sort of visible cues. I was about to say, Joe, I actually did some research on the pitch com so I could understand it better. Okay. It, it is a, a small pad that sits on that armband. Uh, and, and to me, it looks like a miniature, like Wii controller. Okay. Uh, where. It, but it's, you're right. It's got all of the buttons there. The interesting thing, Joe, is it does not have location. Oh, it does not. It okay. On, it only has pitches. What what pitchers and catchers are doing is they're actually uh, they're using the first pitch to signify what they want the pitcher to throw. They're using the second uh, pitch to signify where the location is going to be which is actually, it's been a little bit of an issue for these pitchers uh, because the armband is obviously by the catcher. The pitcher and four other players uh, are wearing a hat that has the listening, the tiny little listening device in it. Mm-hmm. And it and it says, the, the, the explanation I got was that it whispers like, slider yeah to you essentially i've i've seen i've seen some players some pitchers like take off their hat and kind of tilt it like toward their ears so they can hear it a little bit better (laughs) it's kind of funny to see 
and, and and I mean that's a very fair point. Uh, now obviously they want it whispering because it's uh, you know they don't want other people. They don't want the guy standing on second <laughs> to be able to hear what the pitch is going to be. That's the whole point of avoiding the sign stealing stuff. But I wonder how this plays out in the playoffs when stadiums get really loud. Uh, and it's and it's very hard for you to hear. You know, you think of quarterbacks who are getting the the pit are the call to them, and they're closing their ear holes mm-hmm. on their mm-hmm. helmet. Pitchers don't have that ability. So you're right, Joe. They're gonna have to take their hat off and just hold it real fun- close I mean, to the ear. It's funny you mention that because it's a very similar, very similar concept to the whole radio in the quarterback's ear. Uh, and that's what Travis Arno talked about when when he discussed it in a press conference just uh, this week in the opening series against the. Uh, the Reds. Let's listen to what he said. I think there's pros. I think there's cons. I don't think it's the perfect answer for sign stealing. I think you can still steal from it if you really wanted to. Um, I think it'll evolve into baseball will evolve into someone else will be calling the signs and I'm not a fan of that. I think that it's a a game of the players. Um, So that's the biggest thing for me is the way I see it evolving is a team may hire someone who's calling the whole game, like in the NFL, for example. You know, they have offensive coordinator. Um, so yeah, I see the pros and cons. Like if the infielders and the outfielders know what's coming, or it definitely simplifies a lot of things with runners on second base. Um, I think that it's rushing the game, rushing the uh, timeless game. Um, like today, for example. You know, it's it's no one's fault. We're still learning. Everyone's learning how to use it. But, you know, you you put your two feet in the box and you look up and the pitcher's starting his windup. It's it's not comfortable. Um, so, uh, yeah, everyone's still learning how to use it. Um, we haven't used it. Uh, but I, I see the pros and I see the cons of it. So I have uh, maybe my take is a little bit more boomer on this. I, 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 <laughs> I, I, I strongly agree with about half of Travis's take there and the the part I don't agree with or I don't know if agreeing is the right way to phrase it really but in terms of speeding up the game the whole his bit about the timeless game and all that that's just like the game's going to be sped up like that's that needs to happen um and players will get used to that you know they'll get used to it going faster and it will be better probably for everybody to be perfectly honest so i'm not as concerned with that i think he has a legitimate point though and i think that probably this is what we're going to talk about the most is the other part of what he said which is that you know the game is about the players and the players should be the ones responsible for the actions that happen on the field and of course a huge part of that in baseball is the 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 throwing down of signs now We've seen, obviously, it's been very high-profile cheating scandals recently with the Astros involved with the sign stealing, and they're not the only ones. I mean, tons of baseball teams um, are allegedly steal signs. Um, there's been allegations of as many as like half the teams in baseball are doing this. Probably every team in baseball is trying to do it to some extent, whether it's by legal or illegal means, but um, that's where this kind of originates from, and I agree with him that, you know, to kind of go back to the football analogy with the radio that you were talking about earlier, Caleb, it's like the thing I think about with Pitchcom is why is, you know, if a catcher is just pushing a button that sends a signal to a pitcher's ear of what pitch to throw, why could that not be like an analytics person who has like detailed information, you know, sitting in front of a laptop in the press box or, you know, about, you know, what a certain hitter uh, may struggle against because, 
you know, that is you that's essentially Travis Darno's job is to kind of know those scouting reports and be able to call a, a game like that properly. But if you take that out of his hands, you can really just fine tune it. And I don't think that would be good or proper for the game. That's just my again, that's my boomer opinion. Now now you can tell me uh tell me where I'm wrong, Caleb. Yeah. All right. Well, first off, Travis Darno is 33 years old. He's been playing in the major league since 2013. He is closer to the end of his career than hey, he is hey, the beginning. Watch it. Watch it. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. You know where I'm going with it. No. Uh, so in the game, he is an old man. He is used to his ways and doesn't like change. He is old man yelling at cloud. The, the the reasons that he uses for why this could be a problem could already happen without the introduction of pitch com. Like this whole idea of, well, we could have someone else who is in the dugout, your, to your point, an analytics guy calling pitches. Okay, do we not already have coaches calling whether or not you're swinging or you're bunting? when you're up at the plate, like you already have guys who aren't on the field making decisions. So that will continue if those teams want it to, or it won't. If it, if those teams don't want it to happen the same way that the Braves aren't using pitch com. That's a choice that they mm -hmm. had as an organization there. They could have had someone step in and say, no, like we're telling all of you guys, we want you to do it. I, my biggest problem with the pitchcom is I just think no one's talking about the fact of what happens in a lot of big games in the NFL with those receivers between uh, offensive coordinator or head coach and the quarterback. The, the radios die, mm -hmm. you know, interference happens. And so what if you're given a signal and it's the wrong signal because you've got some kind of interference uh, or the thing dies and it doesn't work. Um, I, I I only look at Pitchcom as a positive thing that they can continue to grow, uh, that it specifically will help catcher to pitcher communication and the fact that that the infielders, if if they so choose, if if that team chooses to give those hats to the infielders, are also aware of what's happening. Like those they may not be able to see the catcher's fingers uh, to know what he's putting down. I don't think it also completely eliminates the catcher putting fingers down. Like he could put, you know, type in on the pitch com what the pitch is going to be. And then if they need to change it last minute, go to, go to his, you know, go to his fingers and, and do whatever they need to do. I don't know. I just, let, let me ask you this question. I'm going to kind of put you on the spot here, but sure. I think this is actually at the root of the question, especially when we talk, we're, we're hearing Travis Erno talk about like offensive coordinators and that kind of thing. Would you be okay? We're right now with just like uh, with PitchCon being utilized by somebody by not the catcher. Like, would you be okay with um, a coach being able to input the the pitches yes. to the, directly to the pitcher? You would be okay with that. I have no issue with that at all. See, because... I, I would. That's too far from well, me. Because I know how that's going to be used. Travis Darno is not a guy who's going to be having an analytics guy or a coach give him the pitches. Travis Darno is going to call the game. However, William Contreras comes in, a guy who's younger, a guy who's less experienced, 
Uh, and maybe that's how they introduce younger guys to the game is having someone else call those moments. Uh, and then you're, you're, and then maybe you're, ha you're watching your pitcher pitch a better game because the guy who's behind the plate, who's less experienced, isn't so concerned of like, oh no, Juan Soto's at the plate. We better not pitch anywhere near him. And you give up a walk because the catcher was the one who was too scared to uh, to call a better game. I'm not saying that's going to happen, mm -hmm. but that's how I think be because we're watching how Pitchcom is being used currently, where it's up. It seems it seems like it's up to the players, uh, yep. and the teams are having those discussions as to whether they want to use it or not. I think that's going to be the same thing that happens if this thing further. I, I just it feels like. Uh, video killed the radio star type of stuff where we're so afraid of the newest thing and I don't think it's going to be as bad as everyone thinks. Yeah, I mean, um, <clears throat> again, to, in, to, to your point, I mean, you could you could say, you could just keep the analogy of football going and say, isn't the NFL better off now that the quarterback isn't having to come to the sideline to re like to receive the play from the coach, you know, for every play stuff like that. So that or, so there are positives, but I, I I just think that when we talk about the use of pitchcom and the the effects that it could have on baseball, you really have to have the conversation about how it would extrapolate down the line. I I really think the key question to ask as to whether you're in favor of this or not is are you in favor or not of team personnel that's not on the field being able to call pitches yeah and and that's fair i still think you look at the nfl you know guys like aaron Rodgers or, or peyton manning in the past like experienced veterans are gonna they call their own games a lot of the time mm -hmm. or the offensive coordinator trusts them in, a, in an important drive maybe an important game uh you know portion of the game you're, you're talking about late innings eighth ninth inning uh, that you're still going to trust your your veteran player, uh, whether or not something else gets involved. Like, I mean, Moneyball happened. Like, like analytics gets involved, and sometimes it's too much. But it it, it is what it is. Like, you're. I don't know. I think the game's going to be fine. I think it's going to be okay. It's just new, mm -hmm. and so everyone is panicking up at the front. Um, so. We'll have to see how it plays yeah, out. Essentially, just, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see if the Braves pick it up at all this season if they ever decide to start going with it. I'm I'm very curious. Thanks for tuning into another batter up shorty. Please tune into the podcast that we'll have for you every week. For my co-host Joe Patrick, I'm Caleb Johnson. Have a good one. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or. I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 